Hello, everyone. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. Today, my very special guest is my longtime friend, Bishop LaDonna Osborne, daughter of T.L. Osborne, one of my great friends. And you're going to hear remarkable testimonies. You're going to receive the prayer of faith, which the Bible says shall save the sick and raise you up. You're going to receive healing miracles in this podcast today. I can't wait for you to see and hear LaDonna. She'll be with us in just a moment. If you need special prayer today, the Abundant Life Prayer Group is ready to receive your call. It's 918-495-7777. Since it opened in 1958, we've had over 25 million telephone calls for prayer. So if you need prayer, 918-495-7777 or contact me online, oralroberts.com slash prayer. Well, join me in welcoming my very special longtime friend, Bishop LaDonna Osborne. Bishop, God bless you. I'm just going to call you LaDonna. That's how I've always known you. (laughs) Yes, please do. Richard, it's just so good to be with you and with your friends on this podcast. Thank you for bringing me with you. It's so good. It's so good to to have you and to be on the Charisma Network today with this podcast. LaDonna, you and I have been friends. uh, You and Lindsay and I and Corey, your husband and I have been friends for a long, long time. Yes, we have. But it goes even back further than that. Uh, as far back as I suppose the the late 1940s with my dad and with your dad, uh, street preaching in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. My dad would tell me the story about him preaching and your dad playing the guitar That's on the street right. corners of Sand Springs. So the Osbournes right. and the Roberts go back a long way. That's right. I think that's a wonderful piece of history, and it's a detail that so many people don't realize, the way the connections God ordains among his people that he destines to do great things. So that's a wonderful memory, and it was for my father. Well, you know, uh, this is kind of special for me, LaDonna, because I get to ask you some of the same questions that I get asked. <laughs> you, I'm sure you get asked about your father all the time. I get asked about my father all the time. Uh, I've, I've got to tell you uh, what your dad meant to me. In the early days of my healing ministry, I would sit in his office overall, just off Skelly Bypass here in Tulsa, sit for hours and just listen to him talk and teach me how to pray for the sick in underdeveloped nations. Uh, he was he was the greatest uh, evangelist in, uh, of our era at that kind of ministry. He touched me and literally taught me how to do that around the world. I remember, Richard, uh, do you remember this occasion? My father and you were having a discussion. You were asking him questions. He was he was talking with you. And what, whatever the question was, he said to you, Well, Richard, I don't know very much, but what I know is really important. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. I have remembered that and thought, wow, what what a brilliant statement with humility, but with great wisdom to inspire a young man. You don't have to know everything, but wow, what we know and tell our world must be powerful. It must work. Well, when I entered the healing ministry in the early 1980s, I had, I, did, I had no one to go to who really understood ministering in those underdeveloped nations. Now, my father yes. had had a few crusades overseas, but most of his tent crusade ministry was based in the United States and Canada. Uh-huh. So uh, uh, Dr. T.L. was the one that I went to because, because of what he had done. And I had read and devoured all of his books. His mm-hmm. book uh, that you and he wrote, Healing the Sick, I noticed you got a new edition of that. Of that, yes. book. Uh, that book yes. uh, literally transformed my life. And uh, he taught me so much. One of the things, uh, little stories that he taught me, he said, never let there be a distance 
between the front of the crowd and the platform. Yes. He said, bring the people all the way and have them just put their elbows on the platform. And I said, well, why? He said, because when you leave a gap between the front of the, whether they were sitting or standing, and many times they were standing, as you know, if That's you leave right. a space between the front and the platform, you give an opportunity for the devil to act up. Yes, and he indeed. said, bring the people forward. I learned that in the very early days, and that, that transformed my healing ministry. Oh, my. Such a small thing. But when you work with the masses, it's different than being in an auditorium or in a, a church facility. It's a, it, it is just, it's masses. Many times they're pagan, superstitious. And when miracles begin happening, they don't, they think the power is on the platform and they begin rushing. And there are sick people laying on the ground. It's just you learn the way to manage a crowd so Jesus can visit them where they are out in the multitude. You've had a tremendous world ministry, Richard. I follow you in many places where you've been, and I, I so appreciate that. Well, thank you. But Donna, you grew up in this. Uh, what was it like? <laughs> I, I've asked this question all, all the time, so you know what's coming. Uh, what was it like growing up literally around the world with T.L. and Daisy Osborne? That's such a good question. Uh, as you would know, in that original day where there were so many healing evangelists and um, men of God that, God that were really being used in supernatural ways, most of the wives stayed home and they raised their children. That was their ministry. They raised the children. They kept a home, a peaceful place for their husbands to come and re refresh. But the Lord dealt with my mother and gave her a choice, and she chose to go. Mm -hmm. So from the time I was nine months old, we were traveling as a family. Richard, do you realize I didn't really live in the States until I was 14? Mm -hmm. So my life experience was always the nations of the world. We would live in one place maybe three to six months Everything was different then. You had to do everything from the ground up. And we lived there as a family. All of my schooling was through correspondence programs. And uh, so it was a heritage mm -hmm. that I am so grateful for. Well, your dad had a secret weapon and her name was <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> you are exactly right. Uh, uh, T.L. would tell me that he said, all I have to do is come in and preach and pray for the sick. Daisy does all the work. Daisy does all the setup. <laughs> Uh, we were some. We were in some country. I'm trying to remember where I I was back in the early '80s, and I looked down the road, and there were three or four African pastors coming, and there was a a woman standing in the middle of them. And I said, "That's got to be Daisy Osborne," and sure enough, it was. It was Daisy. But she she did the the work, the hard work of setting up all those crusades, didn't she? Absolutely, absolutely. She would make. You know, in those days, you you couldn't even make international telephone calls. Forget airplanes back and forth and fax machines or cell phone. Forget all of that. She would make two, three, four trips in advance to prepare the way, work with the pastors, work with the government, do all of the advertising prep, all of our printing of books preparation. She just she was really a diplomat um, par excellence. Mm. And she's the one, you know, my father was a visionary. But yes. she was the one that would make it all happen. And uh, they were a team, no doubt. How do you think that prepared you in those early years, prepared you for what you're doing today? Absolutely was a huge influence. You see, my father, he really gave me the legacy of gospel ministry. He, he gave that to me. 
love for people, love for the world. I, I don't I don't discount that at all. Yes, the Lord by his spirit visits us personally. You know that. You can't inherit a ministry or a calling. But my mother gave me wisdom. She gave me diplomacy. She gave me strategies. She gave me an administrative structure mm-hmm. in which every successful ministry must function. Mm. So the blend of those two influences in my life has been, it has been, I can't put a value on it. I don't know where I could have ever learned it like I did from, from babyhood onward. Mm-hmm. I have, I have walked with that journey. Richard, I have seen, you know, I don't even know a life without seeing miracles. Uh I've forgotten thousands of more miracles than most people have ever seen. It's a, it was a lifestyle. It never occurred to me that all these broken lives that we saw gather on the fields were not going to have an encounter with the healer. Uh-huh. And to see the testimonies, to see the cripples walking and the blind seeing the, the excitement of just being able to do the simple things, to see God, it's like heaven would open yeah. and he would touch the most ordinary people, people that had no value in their culture even. They had been cast aside by their families, by their society, but God never forgets people. And to grow up watching that, if that doesn't make you love the Lord Jesus and want to engage with him in helping people, I don't know what does. And that... uh that, that hurts me when I get into a service uh, somewhere where miracles are not happening, where miracles are not mentioned, where miracles are not prayed for, and I know there are sick people in the crowd, and I want to stand up and pray for the sick, and it's not my meeting. I'm sure it hurts you the same way yes. it has hurt me over the years when I see that. My father received uh, one of our Christian magazines in the mail. This was, of course, years before he passed. And um, he was always wonderful about reading, keeping up with what was going on. He called me into his office and he says, I want, I want to tell you, I've read every word in this magazine and the word miracle is not there. Yeah. He says, never stop talking about miracles. So you understand that. Yes. That, that was Jesus healing. The, the, the ministry of God through Jesus is a healing ministry. Healing the sick as indicative of him healing and restoring our world, our humanity. He is the restorer, and we allow him to demonstrate that at every opportunity. Yes, Richard, we're not going to stop talking about miracles. That's the full gospel, Adana, preaching, teaching, and healing. It's not just preaching. It's not just teaching. It's not just preaching and teaching. It's preaching and teaching and bringing the healing power of God into people's lives. That's the full gospel that That you preach and that your father preached and that my father preached and that I preach today. Yes. Yes. Aren't we blessed to be... Second generation, you know, we've probably grown up with a lot of second generation that have not carried on the legacy of their of their family, the heritage of faith and 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 ministry to a hurting world. I'm so I don't take it for granted. We've survived. We've survived all that goes with being a second generation. There's often very little uh, accolade or every very little respect, very little expectation. And yet, look what God can do if our hearts are just willing to obey him, to love in his name, and to trust him. Really take his word literal and trust him to do what he promised. So I appreciate you, Richard. I appreciate your your faithfulness to the work of Christ. Thank you, LaDonna. I know that today... 
Uh, your ministry is continuing to move forward. You have a fellowship of ministers. Uh, you oversee a, a large group of churches as well as you have a women's organization. Can you talk a little bit about that and also what's going on today and what your future and your vision is? Thank you, Richard. I actually wear many hats. Three distinct hats are uh, this fellowship of churches. It's over 1,000 churches in nearly 60 nations. Now, now, this is not a fellowship that has any dues or any financial arrangement. These are people that want to follow our example in the ministry of evangelism, which we believe includes not only bringing people into faith of Christ, but to help them know what that means in their lives. We can call it discipleship, but that's kind of an overused word. We call it helping them to grow up in Christ and really know who they are. So so this, this multitude of churches all over the world is just something I do on the side. That's why I'm, I'm considered a bishop. It's a, that's a pastor to pastors. In, in our in our tradition. It's not the Catholic tradition. It's being a pastor. It's administrative, really. So that's, that's a wonderful way to extend the teaching and the vision and to empower people to know who they are in Christ and what they can do through His Holy Spirit. Now, the, the Women's International Network is a ministry specifically to encourage and educate and equip women in all areas of Christian ministry. Now, that is not my primary focus. My message is for everyone. But because of tradition and erroneous interpretations of Scripture, uh, women are often, who are called of God, they're coping with great disadvantage. Sure. Many cultures just consider them second class, hold them down. So because I am a woman and I face all of the challenges and and uh, uh, all the name calling and the accusations that any woman in ministry faces, I'm able to speak to them. So we encourage them from the scripture, give them a validity for their calling and, and, and network with them all over the world. It's tremendous to watch these powerful women of God in every nation that are strong voices of influence. We don't always hear about them, but they're there, I promise you. Now, my primary focus is the Osborne Ministry International that was founded by my folks in 49, just as your folks founded a ministry. Was your first founding here in Oklahoma? Yes, it was actually founded uh, in Tulsa. Uh, My my dad's first healing service was in Enid, about 75 miles west of here. And then the Lord sent him to Tulsa and he founded it here in 1947. And then I was born the next year. So so I was literally born right in the middle of it. I see that. Well, our ministry was founded in 49, just a little bit after that. And so we always had a base here in Tulsa. We were traveling the world. Yes. So that has been my, my life. And uh, my mother passed in 95. By this time, I was already doing international evangelism. Plus, I was the key administrator in our organization. Yes. And then... Uh, my folks founded a church here in Tulsa, and that began to open up complete different avenues of influence, mm-hmm. which I'm very grateful for. And I had a visitation from the Lord. It was in 1986. And in that about a two-hour encounter, Richard, you can understand this, something happened in me, and the evangelism blood that ran in my veins was somehow merged 
there was a spiritual synergy that took place mm-hmm. where the revelation of the church became very clear. And from that time, this convergence of evangelism and priority of the local church became became a, a whole new thrust in my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I thank God for that because it was on time. It was on time. Churches all over the world are enormous. They are sending out more missionaries than the United States, Canada, Europe, all together. So it's a time that the local church must take responsibility. It's not all on the foreigner anymore. They must take responsibility and go into the villages of their own nations. So I I work in both of those dimensions, and it's wonderful. So, of course, the face-to-face, mass evangelism, miracle evangelism continues. My last event was, was just before covid uh, struck. And I, my last event was in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm-hmm. I left the day before they closed the Kinshasa airport and the day before uh, airports in the States were closed <laughs> to people coming from Europe. <laughs> so I, I, have, I, I have been on the ground, on the road all of my life. And some tremendous things are happening that, that are just just wonderful to describe. You talked about miracles. Well, we see miracles, incredible miracles. So I'm doing that. I'm doing, I'm doing um, training. We're publishing our materials in, oh my goodness, scores of languages and just distributing them. In fact, now we have all of our books in English, French, and Spanish that are on our website that are downloadable. Yes, we stock, excuse me, we stock an inventory. But they're downloadable. You know how many of my father's messages are downloadable. It's it's so wonderful to make these truths accessible <laughs> to people all over the world. So that's what I'm doing. And the results are just the same as I've they've to, always been. I've got to tell you a story. You you may not know that this ha- actually happened. But back in the, in the late 80s, uh, the Lord spoke to me to go to what is now the Congo. At that time, it was called Zaire. Zaire, yeah. The capital was Kinshasa. The Lord mm-hmm. spoke to me to have a crusade in Kinshasa, and I didn't know anyone there. And so I called your dad and mom, and they hooked me up with the president <laughs> because they knew the president at that time. And they hooked me up with him, and the president uh, did not charge us for a rent on the facility that we use. We use a big outdoor stadium and we had 40 to 50,000 people a night. The president put his security team with me and took care of us and drove us back and forth uh, with his security to the event and took care of everything. That happened because of your parents. Isn't that tremendous? Now it happened that in, in Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo, um, this last time it was in, in early 2020, uh, I was invited by the president and they have a new, they have a new ministry. They've been such civil war, you know, the pain those people have endured and uh, they have a new department that's called, I don't speak French, but it's like, um, uh, changer metally, um, uh, mental change is what well, it is in English. Your dad spoke French and preached in French. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> they both became fluent. <laughs> and do you know, I did not have to pay one penny for that entire event. <laughs> it was, it, it, I've never experienced anything like it. Our hotels were paid for, our transportation. We had escorts, and you know how important that is. The grounds, they even printed our books. Five titles in French. Wow. 
Incredible. I received an invitation yesterday that they want me to come back. And of course, I love to come back. They're putting a budget of $135,000 on one event. Mm, wow. Can you imagine? That's impossible. Well, That's impossible. These ministry events are not cheap. They're not cheap. And without help, without supernatural intervention, we just we have to we just yeah. can't do it. Well, so anyway, we're we're praising God and we do what we can when we can and we don't look back. Well, I'm extremely I'm extremely pleased to hear all this, LaDonna. This is wonderful. With COVID now we're finding new ways. Yes. New ways. You know, Richard. The Lord is so wonderful. He has grace. He just helps us. Probably 10 years before COVID, he began dealing with me about the internet. Of course, we had a website, but, you know, we only used it in the minimal fashion. Right. We had some our products there and so on. But we began doing online ministry, daily devotions, uh, so, so many things, all of our redemption teaching, my father's teaching, making it available. Mm-hmm. And do you know that when COVID hit and we were grounded at that season, everything that we had been doing continued. The only thing of our ministry that was interrupted was my personal face-to-face ministry. Now I know that will change, but in the meantime, the gospel is still going forth. I'm so grateful for that. And of course, look at us. We're together in this podcast. Likely, this is also a result of the COVID restrictions and ministries, such as the Charisma Network, are eager to present good ministry to people. And look, it brings us together and allows our voices to be be a duet to the listeners to know God is faithful. Jesus is alive. He is the healer. He has not changed. And he is there to, to, to heal every hurt. He knows what's going on. So isn't this wonderful, the opportunities we have? Well, it's not only wonderful, but it's a tremendous blessing to me that I can look at you as a minister of the gospel, knowing that you are fully sold out to the healing ministry. That's where I am, and that's where you are, and I thank God for that. Uh, LaDonna has a very special offer today that is downloadable. It's uh, something very special from her ministry. LaDonna, would you share a little bit about what uh, you're offering today? Yes, this is a, it's a small book. It's called Chaos of Miracles. And I want you to have it. It's a free downloadable. You can go to our website, but we've customized it just for you. It is osborne.org. That's O-S-B-O-R-N.org forward slash miracles, plural, miracles. Because I know Richard Roberts believes in miracles, so that'll be (laughs) easy for you to remember. And so that will take you directly to our page that has chaos of miracles. Or purchase the download. It's posted at $2.99. When you get to the checkout place, enter the code. And this is also easy for you to remember. RR. That's not Rolls Royce. That's Richard Roberts. <laughs> our miracles. And with that code, it's completely free. And this book is actually a behind the scenes peek at one tremendous event that we had in the Democratic Republic of Congo in the town of Kikuit. Supernatural presence of God in a miracle wind that swept across that multitude the very first night. 
Richard, I wasn't even able to pray for the sick. I couldn't even give them instructions. I had just quoted some of the promises of God, and this wind began to blow. I knew it was a supernatural wind. Yes. Crutches began to go in the air. Crutches, wheelchairs. They were throwing children on the platform that had never been able to walk, that were running across the platform. So this, this book is a behind-the-scenes journal from the time we arrived until the time we left, and it will inspire all of you who download it, it will give you insight into our strategy of international evangelism, and you will see the power of God to heal that applies directly to your life. Just believe. So I hope you will take advantage of this offer. It's our gift to you. Well, to all of our listeners, I really urge you to get this. Uh, once again, go to osborne.org and uh, uh, go to the, let's see, you got to put in the code, the code forward slash forward miracles. Slash, I'm sorry. I'll uh -huh. get that right. Osborne.org forward slash miracles. And right. then you put it, think of my initials. Uh, R, the special code is RR miracles. I like that. RR that's miracles. Great. I'm going to remember that, LaDonna. R, that's going to show up somewhere else, I'm sure. RR miracles. It's yours. I like that. Well, I thank God for the relationship that is continuing between the Osborne family and the Roberts family. We love you and Corey and everything that you stand for and that you do. We thank God for the history, but now we move forward. Paul said, I press forward toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So I honor you for the past, for the present, and also for the future. God bless Amen. you, LaDonna. Thank you, Richard. Would you pray over the needs of people? Uh, I know that there is no distance in prayer. And when you pray where you are, people can receive healing right where they are. So would you, would you pray right now over the needs of people? Yes. As we pray, I want you to remember that all of the promises of God are yes in Jesus Christ. So we pray in his name and everything that's a provision through the suffering of Christ, through his suffering, his death, his burial, his resurrection is yours. It's your inheritance. So agree in faith because of the work Jesus did, agree. And this prayer comes to you, receive your miracle. Heavenly Father, we join our hearts, we join our faith. We look to Jesus. We look to him as our source for healing, for solution, for provision, for reconciliation, for comfort. Father, you know what your people are enduring, but I speak healing. I thank you that you heal every area of our lives, but I thank you that you heal our physical bodies. You do things that are visible. You do things that are tangible. You do things that are testimonies of your resurrection life and your love for people. So, Father, I speak healing. I speak healing. Everyone who is looking to Jesus now, may the power of your Holy Spirit flow through them and restore their limbs, their organs, those are still who are suffering from the effects of COVID. Father, I speak to their lungs, that their lungs will be clear. Their hearts will be restored. I pray that their families will have peace. I thank you that you are the healer and you're at work right now. So we say thank you. We say thank you in the name of Jesus for every spirit of disease has had to go because we command them to go in the name of Jesus. Thank you that your healing power is at work. We say yes. We say yes to healing and receive it now in Jesus' name. Receive your miracle. Receive your healing. 
It's not for someone else. It's for you. It's not for later. It's for now. Believe, my friend. God loves you. He comes to you right now. It's yours. Say amen. Say, I receive. I receive. Hallelujah. I receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen and amen. LaDonna, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. God richly bless you and Corey and everybody at the Osborne Ministry. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. God bless you, your family, your ministry. We're with you. Now, once again, if you need special prayer today, you can always call the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or online oralroberts.com slash prayer. Remember to go to uh, the Osborne website and get that chaos of miracles. I believe it'll be a blessing. It's a free download. So get it today. I believe it'll be a blessing. And join us next week for another exciting guest here on Expect a Miracle. God bless you today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expect a Miracle. Do you need a healing miracle today? We have a free resource to help you activate your faith. Download the free PDF book, Oral Roberts' Favorite Healing Scriptures. These are the scriptures that meant the most to Oral in times of great need. Just go to oralroberts.com bookstore to download your free copy.